is wonderful among his saints. Bless God in the midst of the congregations. Wisdom. The reading is from St. Paul's letter to the Galatians. Let us be attentive. Brethren, before faith came, we were confirmed under the law, kept under restraint until faith should be revealed, so that the law was our custodian until the coming of Christ, that we might be justified by faith. But now that faith has come, we are no longer under a custodian. For in Christ Jesus, you are all sons of God through faith. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you are Christ's, then you are Abraham's offspring, heirs according to promise. I mean that the heir, as long as he is a child, is no better than a slave, though he is the owner of all the estate. But he is under guardians and trustees until the time set by the Father. So with us, when we were children, we were slaves to the elemental spirits of the universe. But when the time had fully come, God sent forth his Son to redeem those who are under the law. So that we might receive adoption as God. The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Let us be attentive. Glory to you, O Lord, glory to you. At that time, as Jesus passed on from there, two blind men followed him, crying aloud, Have mercy on us, son of David. When he entered the house, the blind men came to him, and Jesus said to them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? They said to him, Yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes, saying, According to your faith, be it done to you. And their eyes were opened, and Jesus sternly charged them, See that no one knows it, but they went away and spread his fame throughout all that district. As they were going away, behold, a dumb demoniac was brought to him. And when the demon had been cast out, the dumb man spoke. And the crowds marveled, saying, Never was anything like this seen in Israel. 
But the Pharisee said he cast out demons by the prince of demons. And Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every disease and every infirmity among the people. Peace be to you there, Elder of the Gospel. Glory to you, O Lord. Glory to you. Good morning. Have you ever wondered or worried about the repercussions of the pandemic besides the sickness itself? Maybe economic or social or, oh, I don't know, um, some, some kind of these unseen repercussions. As COVID-19 cases continue to rise on the national level, one repercussion, one would think, is growing social isolation and loneliness. In fact, as COVID-19 lockdowns began earlier this year, mental health professionals were expecting a significant increase in loneliness due to pandemic lockdowns. Depression, anxiety, sleep problems, high blood pressure, alcoholism are possible psychological and physiological effects of loneliness due to isolation. Mental health professionals were quite concerned. Isolation is unhealthy, not only in the social sense, but also in the spiritual sense. There was an early Christian saying, one Christian is no Christian. In other words, one cannot live an authentic Christian life in isolation. Our relationship with God also depends on our relationship with others. Being a Christian, as St. Paul reminds us in 1 Corinthians, means being a member of the body of Christ, the church, of which we are all members. We, to get, we gather together since, as Christ promised, for where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of them. God created humanity to be in unity with one another, unified by God's grace as brothers and sisters in Christ. We assert this truth both in the epistle lesson today and in the prokimenon, the psalm verse that goes before it, 
that is linked to the reading. The prokimenon for today is God is wonderful among his saints. Bless God in the congregations. Let's think about this. God is wonderful among his saints. The saints are closest to God and are in unity with God due to their love of God and also their love and care for others. The Prokimenon verse says, bless God in the congregations. There is the assumption, there is the assumption that God's people are gathered together to praise and worship God. It is a corporate event together. In fact, you know, the Greek word liturgia means like public work, um, a public act, right? Together, liturgy. And what about the epistle lesson that follows the prokimenon? St. Paul writes to the Galatians, emphasizing how the body of Christ, the church, transcends boundaries and brings unity through God. St. Paul wrote, For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. Unity, togetherness, social connectedness, oneness of mind, oneness of spirit, oneness as members of the body of Christ. No isolation. No loneliness, no, well, I'm spiritual, but I'm not in a community. No. We worship, learn, and grow together. That is the vision and spiritual reality of the church. Going back to the concern among mental health professionals about isolation, social isolation during COVID-19, an interesting and encouraging study was published a month ago. An article published by the American Psychological Association shared an encouraging finding that during the pandemic, we have stepped up our efforts to fight loneliness and isolation. We were surprised, says the study, by the overall remarkable resilience in response to COVID-19, said Martina Lucetti, a PhD and assistant professor at the Florida State University College of Medicine and lead author of the study published by the American Psychological Association. Dr. Lucetti writes, the pandemic is something that everyone is going through and just knowing that you are not alone and that everyone is going through the same restrictions and difficulties may be enough in the short term to keep feelings of loneliness down. The article goes on to write, the researchers also found that on average, participants reported increased feelings of social and emotional support during the pandemic. 
that suggests that for many people, reaching out to friends and family via phone calls, video chats, and other physically distant means may have provided an important buffer against loneliness, according to Dr. Lucetti. Individuals, families, and communities can still come together and feel emotionally close despite the physical distancing, Dr. Lucetti said. In other words, people did the natural thing and reach out to each other to help get through the tough times. And that is exactly what we should do and often are doing as a church. St. Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians, if one member suffers, all suffer together. We are all in this together. As a parish, we are reaching out, calling out, calling our members, checking in on them. Not only the employees of the church, but about 50 volunteers are calling people, checking in on them, offering assistance and encouragement, as I'm sure not just the 50, but uh, you know, most of us are calling relatives and friends, checking in on them. But this support is not just there to weather the storm of the pandemic. Oh no, this support is there throughout the storm of life. The church was and is and always will be that support as we face the questions, struggles, and uncertainty life brings our way. As Christ promised, the gates of hell will not prevail against it, that is, the church. We will always have many challenges and uncertainties in life. One certainty we have is that God intended us to live in unity, not isolation, to weather the storm of life together in the church. May we always hold on to this eternal lifeline. Amen.